podcast that you're listening to is about business, mental health, and spiritual stories and tips from a licensed mental health counselor, hypnotherapist, and professional spiritual healer and business coach. Unlock deeper into issues that you're facing in your life to heal and grow deeply through this spoken medicine with Layla the Healer as your host and guide. Welcome to the Layla the Healer Show. And welcome back to the Layla the Healer Show. And I really want to talk today about good leadership versus bad leadership. I really hate using the words like good and bad. But like, I really do think there is like good leadership. And then there's also like crusty dusty leadership you know like it's giving like were we ready to be a leader like also who appointed you in being a leader and I've really like I never thought I was gonna share this story like actually like I never I never thought that I would ever talk about this because there's a story that I want to share and it's about me being a therapist when I first started at an internship at a women's eating disorder facility and this took like a really long time to be able to like alchemize this one to be able to talk about it because it's really easy to talk about this one coming from like a victim standpoint of being like I was treated like trash you know and all these things happened you know and that is just not what I want to lead with because there's a bigger story here that needs to be told because at this point it's bigger than me it's not just about my experience like there have been so many people that have been finding me even who are therapists who are helpers you know really bright lights and they're struggling in these spaces so I really wanted to go into this because at this point spirit is pushing me to talk about it and it needed to come from like a really grounded place so I want to tell you a little bit of a story because I have this theory that when you are a natural healer when you are a natural bright light I think something happens with the natural healers and leaders and then we go into spaces you know that aren't like non-traditional like we go into like therapy spaces teaching spaces um like really any space and people see our light usually the leaders of this space and then they get really fucking weird you know they get really fucking weird and they almost want to see your demise Because I think they know subconsciously that they're not really a good leader. And there's something in our energy as leader healers that triggers the shit out of them. And I never thought I was going to talk about it, but here we go. So I was in an internship facility. Like I said, it was um, an outpatient facility. This place is very well known. They have multiple locations all over the United States. They have inpatient programs, they have outpatient programs, day programs, night programs, family programs, they had it all. Um, But was specifically for women 
And I know people even now who have gone there and told me horror stories, even just being a patient. So in this place, I was interning. So if you don't know, to become a counselor, you need to do, while you're in school, you need to do 700 to 800, 900 hours of working at different agencies and placements so that you can become a counselor. And this is just in school. When you are done school, it's actually ridiculously incredible and like what a journey that is. And I'll have to talk about that sometime too. But after you graduate, you have to do 3,000 to 4,500 hours of um making a less salary and working with people so to be a therapist you have to be extremely resourced because you will not survive you know and that's part of the reasons why i stepped away from therapy because i was just like this system is so fucking broken why am i spending hours upon hours upon hours begging for scraps like that is not meant to be like my vibe so anywho back to this this eating disorder facility I had a supervisor and I feel like from the beginning she didn't like me like she just knew she didn't like me so she was my supervisor she was also an LPC licensed professional counselor I am that now but I was you know an intern I didn't have any of those things and she took me and she really it was it was extremely difficult with her and she's one of these people who is the director of the program and she's seeing me so in this in this place they had a generic manual with teachings and lessons in it so it basically had monday through friday for six weeks um a booklet in a binder of everything we were going to cover And we would just follow this manual. And every day was a different day. But if you'd been there for more than two weeks, you would have learned the whole book. And at some point, because people were there for months, that they would know this whole book. And this whole book wouldn't do shit for them. Like, they would teach you about how to eat mindfully and things like this. And it didn't, it wasn't sticking because it was not scratching underneath the surface it wasn't getting to the root um there wasn't a lot of time to unpack problems even though they were there all day long so there was two groups there was a group that started 8 a.m to like 3 p.m or 4 p.m and then there was another crew that would come in 5 to 10 p.m so they had me working the entire day from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., which is also ridiculous. It's a very, like, it's strenuous. Um, but whatever, that wasn't even the problem for me, right? So that, I'm just already setting the groundwork of, like, what they're covering and how people are already not getting what they need in this mental health agency. Because mental health agencies, most of them are a cash grab or so, some sort of, like, rip you off kind of vibe. And they, you know, they want you to be there all day long, but they don't really get to the root of the problems with you. And I'm going to tell you something, the copay, even for these people, I'd see people just to get in for one day paying $500 to $1,000 in copay just to sit 
in this facility all day long and then not really get any help. It was all group, which is fine. Group is fine, right? Group therapy is fine. It's amazing. It can be utilized really, 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 really well. I actually love group therapy, but they were barely getting any one-on-one time. And then they're getting therapists who are burnt out because of the strenuous day and because of the politics that are going on in the background in the agency. So if you're already listening, you're like, mm, I know exactly what's going on, Layla. If you've been in this situation before, it's already, I'm already setting the environment. It looks bad. Okay. So then on top of this, most of the therapists would tell me how much they actually hated working here and how they were always looking for other jobs because this was an issue with upper management and the way the water moved, it ran downhill and would like affect the therapist. Um, Most of the leadership here was not supportive. They were shaming and like truly conniving, like backstabbers. And it's sad because all the people there were women. Even the nutritionists, the therapists, the lead therapists, the art therapists, some of them were really cool. Some of them were awful and evil and were playing the game. Um, I felt like I felt like you always knew someone was going to stab you in the back. That's the vibe I get. Um, And I feel like they also didn't like me because I was interrupting the system without falling in line with predefined structures and this fucking book and fake smiles and fake small talk and they really didn't give a shit about the people and I did so I came in with my bright light I was at the end of finishing my hours I only had 300 hours to finish um by this point because this was my second internship placement my first intern place internship placement was at a college a community college I really loved that placement um so, but I was just trying to get my feet wet in different things. Women's mental health has always been a thing for me. And I went in there and they just fucking ate me alive. So I came with my bright light. I was doing kick-ass group healings. Like my group healings would really get to the root. People would cry. It's kind of like my group programs now. If you've been in my group programs, like people would cry. People felt safe. They felt heard, you know? And They put me on things all the time, like probably too much, you know, like I was running the whole day. Like usually you would switch with other therapists, like one therapist would do a group from 10 to 1130, then another group, then another therapist would come in and do it 12 to 1, you know what I mean? Like I was doing it back to back to back to back to back from 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. and also sitting in on meals, which I will talk about. Um... And they didn't, they really didn't like me. They they didn't like that I came in with my bright light and they, and they kind of did themselves a disservice by putting me on all the time because the patients really started to love me and looked forward to my time with them. And my supervisor started to not like that. Um, sh- I had women coming up to me at the end when I was like packing my desk and getting ready to leave, like begging me not to leave and for me to give them my email address so that they could find me in the future when I became licensed. This was a lot of the, um, the patients at the time. And I was just an intern. I didn't even have my degree yet, you know? So 
they don't really care about people. Like, like I said, people were paying $500 a day copay to be there, major cash grab. And I didn't really see a whole lot of healing going on. They treated the women like animals and would pick through their food to serve them the right food. They also made me do this too. Um, and then it's funny because I would really get sick at this job and cry. Um, and it's because I was like really afraid. I had this patience supporting me, but I didn't have like my internship supervisor supporting me. I started to get so sick that I started to call out um, and like take days off. I think I like took, I was like averaging on taking like one day off a week because I was literally doing school full-time, taking graduate classes. I was studying for two board exams and I was doing an internship where I worked four days a week, 8, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So I was burnt, you know, and as a manifesting generator, it's doing a bunch of things I don't want to do. So it was just burning me out, burning me out, burning me out. Um, and my supervisor would bring me in her office and like have these like shitty conversations with me and be like, well, where were you? You know, well, we've noticed a pattern that you're not showing up once a week. What's going on? And it was never to like support me. It would always come like, how can we support you without doing anything to support me? Um, so she wasn't supportive and she barely gave me adequate supervision, which happens all the time in the mental health counseling world. Like you'd think like, oh, I'm doing all this time. I'm not getting paid. You know, I'm learning under somebody else. Da, 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 da. It's going to be good. No, most of the time they don't like you and they are not good leaders, which I'm going to talk about more to be able to hold the space, to be able to be a leader. I mean, like, it takes a lot to be a leader. It's not like, I'm just going to go be a leader. Like you have to grow into leadership, you know? And these people, you could tell they didn't even scratch the surface with it. So she wanted me to fail. You know, she wanted me to fail. She saw these people loving me and really starting to heal and get better. And she didn't want to give me any credit for it. And she wanted me to fail. She ended up telling me one day that I was acting like a patient. Um, when that was actually the farthest thing from the truth. She was like, oh, you're becoming a patient. And this is a really funny part because she actually gave me a part-time job before I left. She was like, you know, after this is over... I'm going to offer you a part-time job, da, da 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 this is what it is, da 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 And then on the last day of my internship, because I was so beat down, I had actually, um, I had a break for a half an hour that day because she had me running back to back to back to back. And I was sick. So I would literally get there, I'd throw up or like poop a lot, and then I'd have to go work. So I was always doing this. I was always sick. Um... In the last day, I actually ended up falling asleep in my chair, sitting up, um, doing work, like notes. And um, she came in and saw me and she couldn't wake me up. She tried to wake me up for 20 minutes and she couldn't do it. And I think I think back to this all the time because it's like really embarrassing and shameful, but like taking away the shame and the embarrassment, you know, I feel like spirit put me to sleep. Um, I she couldn't wake me up because I was so exhausted because they had me working every group and every meal when I was there from 7 to 10 p.m. And or 
yeah, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., 8, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it was truly exhaust, exhausting for free, mind you. While taking all these classes, studying for two board exams, she had no mercy for me. And she basically that day fired me and took my job away that she had offered me. And she was questioning, you know, all where all my hours were coming from um, when she would have to sign off on my hours. Even though she knew I was working every single day, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., like slaving away for her. So it was a really hard placement. And I feel a lot of shame about it, like thinking back to it, honestly. But part of this and me releasing this to like you guys for you to hear is that A, um, this happens to a lot of people. B, they knew I was a better leader than most of the therapists there. And I had gotten comments all the time on how good I was at the beginning. And then from there, my supervisor didn't like it and had means to end that for me. And she did. It's jealousy at its finest. And it happens to a lot of natural healers. And I share this because others of you are coming forward and telling me your stories. And it's not just me this happens to. This is a whole complex issue of a bad system who doesn't really care about people and just wants their money. And truly leaders who shouldn't be leading and trying to drive out people who naturally have a big light and disrupt the system. She was worried about me because she saw them taking to me and she didn't like it. She even tried to put another intern against me and made the other intern look good by giving her ideas of really good groups when she barely helped me. She was my supervisor and this was a part of her job, you know, and I really wanted to also get into the food here too. Like the food was super carb heavy. As somebody who's been on a health journey, like most of my life, I thought protein was always important. The nourishment was terrible. And I had to eat how they did to model it for them. And I ended up gaining over 60 pounds at this internship placement in three to four months because of this. Um, And I also think, too, like for all my people who know eating disorders, I feel like sensory feeding issues like ARFID, bulimia and anorexia and binge eating issues Yes, they're all eating and feeding disorders, but they shouldn't be housed under one facility. We need multiple facilities for each one to target the issues. And all these women would sit together and all their issues were different. And they stemmed all from inner child issues. And a lot of them weren't getting that work, truly. So I go to share this because it's not just me. And you know what's funny? You know what ended up happening? The intern that I was with ended up becoming the director. And then the director also ended up getting a better job in the company and um, moving up to another higher upper level management job. And it's just funny. And most of the therapists that I worked with don't work there anymore. They have such a high turnover rate because they can't keep people in this toxic environment. And I've had clients after this be like, well, I'm going to go to da da da, you know, place for my eating disorder. And I tell them don't don't they just want your money they want to give you a binder with a bunch of shit in it that really doesn't help and they just want to you know kind of throw you off you know they don't really care you know they want to keep you circling the drain and honestly too we'd have meetings about people once a week and it was just like a shit talking place it wasn't really like a 
you know, how can we help her feel better? Like, how can we help her? It was a, well, she gained two pounds this week or she did this and she, like, everyone was like bitter and resentful because we're all working. We're not getting paid very well. And our management sucks and doesn't support us. And you can't shine bright because then you become a target. And I'm going to say something, too, about leadership, good versus bad leadership, right? I think a lot of people get appointed into leadership positions who should who have no business being a leader, who actually don't have the capacity, the knowledge on how to lead or the energy of being a leadership. I mean, it's been happening all year long, even in... um you know, our like pop culture, like Lizzo, like if any of you know me, you know, I love Lizzo, right? Like I love her. I love for what she stands for, but I don't think like Lizzo was ready to be a leader. I don't, I don't think she was ready to be a leader. And that's why you see a lot of her fucking up in the media, you know, or with her, her business or with her dancers or with her makeup people, because I don't think Lizzo was ready to be a leader. And a lot of these other leaders just get appointed because they say, I don't know, you would do good. You know, I don't know, maybe you're a good enough kiss ass. You know, I don't know, maybe you're going to keep reinforcing the broken system. So we'll put you as the leader, even though we know you're shit, you're not going to do anything and you don't really care, you know. And it's really who's going to play the game, you know, who's going to play the game. And a lot of us who are real healers and real leaders, we're not meant to play the game. We don't want to play the game, you know. So I just got to say this because this needs to be shared. A lot of people are not talking about this and I'm tired of it. This is part of my thought leadership as a person and also my story, you know. And I know I'm not the only one with this story. I know that. I've heard it from you guys first, you know? So please, if you have a similar story, like, please let me know because this, like, really needs to end, honestly. (laughs) I'm so tired of hearing this. And, like, then we have to bully and push out the natural healers and leaders because, you know, we're insecure and we want to feed a broken system. That's really what it comes down to, capitalism and greed, you know? So I know my mom will probably listen to this and be like, Layla, why'd you do this? (laughs) But it needed to be said, you know? It needed to be said, and I'm not here for the comfortable. And yeah, so let me know what you thought about this one. This one really, really needed to be said. I feel a little nervous even posting it, but honestly, it needed to be done. So Let me know what you think. And of course, go rate the podcast and receive a gift from me. I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll be back soon with another podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow Layla for ways to work with her on Instagram and TikTok, follow her at Layla the Healer. And we will be back next time for another episode. Stay tuned. And if you like this podcast, please give us a rating and you just might get something special from Layla.